Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 21 of season 7 with me, Rob Lindell. And today we are going to start by looking at John chapter 8, verse 44. John chapter 8, verse 44, as taken from the NIV translation. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. You could be forgiven for getting a sense of deja vu as you listen to this episode of Hope and Coffee. As the episode title suggests, this is part two and therefore continues where we left off, which is why it starts as part one started because our opening verse is very much the key. Now, I ended the last episode by saying that Jesus challenged convention. As my minister is fond of reminding us, the Greek word metanoia means to change perspective, which is what we need to do to be true followers of Christ. Of course, this comes at a price. To live as Jesus commands, we may be considered oddballs or maybe outcasts. In some cases we may even be persecuted. However, to live as Christ commands is to live with a clear conscience, as is to speak truth. If we think back to the last episode and the Garden of Eden, after Adam and Eve sinned they felt guilt and they covered up. Not only did they cover up having realised they were naked, they hid from God. This is the price we pay for every lie we believe that causes us to sin. The price we pay for telling lies. I said last time that we were in a war for our souls, and I wasn't exaggerating. Yet how often does the church address this? Not often enough for my liking. And why am I so fired up now? Well, because I just read the book Live No Lies, which is the new offering from John Mark Comer, and I highly recommend it. But let's pause for breath here to return to scripture, and let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9. 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9, as taken from the NIV translation. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. As we looked at last time, the devil is the father of lies. And in Peter, we find a warning to stay alert for the enemy prowls around us looking for opportunities to attack. But it's not a vicious frontal attack. It's from the side and it's subtle. Last time we looked at how the devil uses a part truth to sell the lie, as the best lies always contain truth. However, the devil is far more cunning than that. If we look at the temptation of Christ in Matthew chapter 4 verse 6, it says, If you are the son of God, he said, that's the devil, throw yourself down, 
For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. The devil is not above using scripture against us. In fact, what we often forget is that the devil is a fallen angel, and therefore knows scripture, possibly better than us. This is why I'm so passionate about this topic, about spiritual warfare and being prepared. Our greatest weapon in our war for our souls is truth. The truth contained in scripture, which is why we must strive to place scripture in our hearts so that like Jesus, we can quote scripture back at Satan. Now, I've already mentioned metanoia in this episode, changing perspective. And that's exactly what we need to do. Change perspective by opening our eyes to the truth. The truth is that whilst God wants what's best for us, Satan is always out to destroy good through his main weapon, lies. I cannot stress this enough. We need to wake up and see the lies. But before I continue, let's pause again to look at God's word and look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 and verses 16 and 17. Galatians chapter 5, verses 13, 16 and 17, as taken from the NIV translation. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather serve one another humbly in love. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with one another, so that you are not to do whatever you want. In these three verses, Paul warns that the spirit and flesh contradict one another, much like truth and lies. Now, we discussed in the last episode about white lies, people often saying, a white lie never hurt anyone. Yet tell that to the one who was lied to. I'm confident when I say that we have all been on the receiving end of a lie, and that when the truth came to light, you felt hurt, even betrayed. That is why the devil works in lies, because of the damage they cause. I've shared before on Hope and Coffee how I was bullied all through primary school, but it was verbal rather than physical. And I'm reminded of the old comeback as a child. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names can never hurt me. Lie. Big lie. Whilst neither physical or verbal bullying is nice, experts agree on one thing. Verbal bullying and abuse can do far more harm than the physical. Physical wounds, experts say, heal over time. Verbal wounds cut to our very core to scar our emotional and mental health, leaving us broken and angry at the world. The right words can cut deeper than any knife or sword. They have the power to build us up or to tear us down. It's what makes the Bible so powerful, because it is truth. That's why the Bible still sells more copies than any other book. 
which brings us back to lies. A lie can cause far more damage than truth. The truth may sting, but a lie can cause bitterness and anger and resentment. I've never once felt bitter towards a truth that originally hurt me. Yes, the truth can hurt, but a lie can destroy. But let's pause for breath again to return to scripture and look at John chapter 17 verses 15 to 18. John chapter 17 verses 15 to 18 as taken from the NIV translation. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. When Jesus sent his disciples out, it wasn't to conform to the world, but to bring God's truth to the world. As Jesus says here in John, we are in the world, but not of it. In other words, although we live in the world, we are not to live as the world does. The excuse, everybody else is doing or saying it, why shouldn't I? just doesn't cut it. It's cliche, I know, but if everyone else jumped off a cliff, would you? I would hope the answer is no. Yet because everyone else is, we often feel we are missing out, and we are sold lies that we are. Look how happy our products make everyone. 86% of all customers agree. But have you ever looked at the numbers companies try to sell? Take cosmetics. As an example, a skin cream claims it's amazing. 89% of customers agree. Yet, if you read it in full, what it says is that 89% of 194 customers asked agree. 194 out of how many millions? It's like the Garden of Eden. You will surely not die, but become like God, knowing good from evil. Well, yes, but in gaining that knowledge, we have disobeyed God. We have sinned. There is the scientific principle of cause and effect. In the case of sin, what causes us to sin is often a lie, yet the effect is to sin. And sin brings death. Not physical death as the serpent implied, but a spiritual death. My friends, this is a constant battle, a war we fight until we go to heaven. It is often sugar-coated by the church who don't wish to frighten potential believers, an omission of truth. Yet let's pause here a moment to return to scripture and look at 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 10 to 12. 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 10 to 12 as taken from the NIV translation for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongues from evil and their lips from deceitful speech they must turn from evil and do good they must seek peace and pursue it for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. In the last episode, we looked at the verse from Colossians, verse 9, which says, 
Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self. There are countless verses related to truth and being honest. Proverbs speaks of what we sow, we shall also reap. Jesus says he is truth. We know that the Bible is truth. So why is it we fall for the enemy's lies so easily? Well, as I said, there is always an element of truth, or even scripture, which paints the lie as desirable. And therein lies the problem. Often, lies are prettier than the truth. Think of it in terms of food. Often, the tastiest food is bad for us, at least in large quantities. Much like, the bigger the lie, the greater the damage. But, unlike unhealthy food, lies in moderation are not good for us. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death. Therefore, if lies cause us to sin, we are moving towards death. There are sadly no quick fixes or simple ways to cope with the war on lies. Our one weapon is truth, to live in truth and to speak truth. Which is why in the last episode I looked quite a bit at an omission of truth, of leaving out things people don't want to hear. It is a grey area. I've always struggled with it, although often I ended up of the opinion I had to justify myself. I was likely in the wrong. As Jesus says, as his disciples, we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. Only truth can set us free. But let's pause here one last time to look at God's word and look at Ephesians chapter four, verse 25. Ephesians chapter four, verse 25. As taken from the NIV translation. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbour, for we are all members of one body. There are several verses in the Bible that say what Paul says here. Speak the truth in love. Lies will always cause destruction, whilst the truth may cause hurt. Truth spoken in love will always heal which is where we return to the start, our opening verse. Jesus saying the Pharisees are children of the devil, because the Pharisees were supposed to be the religious leaders, guiding others to God, yet they rejected Jesus, and were constantly plotting ways to justifiably kill him. They were hypocrites, telling lies, only interested in money and power, not truth. Jesus effectively tells the Pharisees that they wouldn't know the truth if it punched them in the nose. Because here he was, God's son, and they did not recognise him. How often have we done that? Not seen the truth when it's staring us in the face. We've all done it. But here's the good news. As followers and believers of Christ, we are set free from lies. And whilst we might buy into an occasional lie and sin, we are forgiven. So in listening to this episode of Hope and Coffee, and the last episode, don't be disheartened. Be confident 
that although we are in a war for our very souls, battling the daily lies, we already have victory if we stand firm in Christ. But above all else, I'm going to end by making this appeal. Know our enemy better. Don't ignore the truth that the devil fights unfair and using some of our weapons. And again, don't forget my recommendation. John Mark Comer's book, Live No Lies. Let us pray. Father God, just as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, this second part of a three-part mini-series, I want to thank you that we have victory in Jesus. And I want to praise and thank you that there has been such a great response to uh, No Time to Lie, part one. Um, it's just phenomenal. Uh, and I'm so humbled to be able to bring your word to my brothers and sisters in Christ because we all need to hear these things. We all need to hear your word more and more. But Lord, as you know, I am so passionate about the fact that we need to hear more about this continuing struggle, this spiritual warfare, this battle against the devil, this battle of lies where the enemy is trying to tear us down through temptation by selling us grains of truth wrapped in a bigger lie, appealing to us, going, look at this, isn't this fantastic? Doesn't this sound wonderful? But Lord, we know that your word is truth and we know that the truth will set us free. We can spot the lies if we take the time. So Father God, I just pray that for myself and my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we continue our journey with you, when we are faced with uh, decisions, when we are faced with temptation, that we would take a step back, return to your word and say, is this of the Lord? Is this of God? Or is this a pretty lie that the enemy is selling us to try and tempt us into sinning, to disobeying you? Because, Lord, we want to live for you. So strengthen us, I pray. Give us wisdom, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.